0: the spiritual freedom show with richard lawrence where politics is not the answer materialism counts for nothing and spirituality will set you free
1: I'm Richard Lawrence and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body Mind Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network and Oneness Talk Radio. Well, welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show. And uh, I'm delighted, and so is our producer Darren Ball, to say that we're going to try something brand new on this and some future uh, shows. We're going to allow other people who have dedicated their lives to following the Nine Freedoms, people who regard the Nine Freedoms, which, as you know, is our core text on this show, as... Either their favorite and their greatest uh, teaching in their lives, or certainly one of them. And we're going to have a selection of people every week, and they will be picking their own extract rather than me picking it and sharing some of their feelings uh, very briefly about that particular extract. And the first person who's going to be doing that is a good friend of the show and certainly a very good friend of ours, and that's Mark Bennett. Uh, I've known him for almost 25 years He chose this path at a very early age And he's completely dedicated to it He's based in London He co-authored two books with me God's Guides and Guardian Angels and Prayer Energy And today he's going to be talking about an extract From The Third
2: Freedom If you would burn up young Lower um, comic aspects. You would serve, if you would, at this very moment, uh, begin uh, to build tomorrow's a temple upon the sure foundations of. A uh, today's right action uh, you would serve if you would uh, be a uh, free from the materialistic a uh, prison cunningly a uh, devised uh, to enslave you, uh, you would serve. if you would be detached from your own petty worries you would serve, if you would enjoy a better health, you would serve if you would Prepare yourselves a form the new world you would serve.
0: Self-help is a massive industry and a massive subject in the media. Here we have a being from another planet giving humanity the ultimate self-help manifesto. Here we have the most important advice we could possibly be given to get out of our current problems and to grow as individuals. And the line that I'd really like to highlight here is this absolute gem. If you would be free from the materialistic prison cunningly devised to enslave you, you would serve. There's a lot of talk on social media about leaving the matrix, about sinister control by an elite, either in government or controlling government from behind the scenes. There's talk of how we are being brainwashed en masse, lied to, weakened, etc. Some of what is said is true, and some goes a bit far, and some doesn't go far enough, But the real point i'd like to make is not the details of what the problem is but what the solution is the problem is summed up by mars sector 6 as a materialistic prison obviously we are not physically in prison so what is this prison it is a mental prison a prison of our own minds And if it is in our own minds, it means that we have accepted it. If we have accepted it, it means we can reject it. How do we reject it? One growing trend is to believe that escaping the matrix can be achieved through becoming wealthy especially through becoming an unconventional, outside-the-box kind of a businessman, and then leading this very appealing life of fast cars, private jets, beautiful women, and so on. This is not escaping the matrix. This is just being in a nicer part of the matrix, but actually more imprisoned than ever. The way to escape the matrix, to free ourselves from the materialistic prison, is not the accumulation of vast wealth for our own selfish purposes. The way to escape the matrix is to help others. This is freedom. You can't be controlled by anyone if your only allegiance is to helping others. The way we are controlled is through the promise of ease, comfort, popularity and the fulfillment of all our basic desires. If we take these things off our priority list and instead focus on helping other people, on building a better world for everyone, we might not be rich, we might not have an Instagrammably enviable lifestyle, but mentally we will be free. You might say, what if a guy makes hundreds of millions of dollars and uses it in service to others? Well, that, of course, is totally different. That's not being a slave of the matrix, of the materialistic prison. That is using the matrix to subvert the matrix. It's showing that you have control over it, not that it has control over you. And using money to genuinely help the world is definitely a great way of being of service. Not the only way, by any means, but certainly a great way. But by helping the world, I don't mean just taking in a handful of stray dogs or giving naught percent of your income to charity, like token nice guy behavior. I mean really dedicating your focus, your energy, your wealth into making a difference on as big a scale as you possibly can. This is the secret of freedom. This is the key out of the materialistic prison. This is the secret door out of the matrix. Materialism is the belief, the lie. That the meaning of life is the accumulation of things and pleasure brought by the senses. This is the great lie. If we believe this lie, we are enslaved. It's that simple. Whereas if we believe we are sparks of God, that everything is a spark of God and that therefore everything is one. Then we know that the meaning of life is not wealth but wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is love, true selfless love in practical action. This is freedom.
2: Well, as
1: one would expect with Mark Bennett, very, very thoughtful comments there on the third freedom. I think it's going to be fascinating, Darren, don't you, to hear the thoughts of people who really live these teachings, don't just believe in them, practice them, Every day of their
3: lives yeah i think the more that you think about them and live them the more you start to have these realizations and observations about the world around you i mean we heard from mark there an extremely sobering i guess you'd say but empowering message as well yeah um and i think that that reflects you know his the time that he spent studying these teachings and, and living them as you say well that was great so that was mark
1: and next week it's going to be lisa rosser uh, a voice you hear every week actually because she does the introduction to this show and it'll be great to hear what she has to say but the other thing we're going to keep going uh on this show during these uh this slight change in our format for a while we like to keep changes every so often to this format um we are keeping going though your questions your comments and boy do we appreciate them every week letter emails come in comments come in uh, observations fascinating some extremely deep uh, observations darren are coming our way aren't they
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I thought I'd I'd share one of those today. Just before I do that, I just invite everybody who's tuning in with us for the first time uh, to find out more about the Nine Freedoms, about Mars Sector 6, about Dr. George King by visiting our website, that's ethereus.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. And um, today actually is a little bit different. Um, Short preamble for this one that I'll share. I remember a King Yoga Experience event we ran a couple of years ago at our temple here in London, and I was, I was sitting in a group with about four or five people uh, after the event. We were chatting about the path and spiritual awakening and whatnot, and one of them piped up and asked, when are we going to be doing some yoga? And then suddenly it dawned on me that she had come expecting to be practicing the physical asanas that, you know, most mm. people come to know and love in, mm. in yoga classes around the world. Anyway, a good conversation follow. But it brings me to the question we have today, which she had, which is, you know, what's the real meaning of yoga mm-hmm. and what's it all about?
1: <laughs> yeah, great. And I think it's very, very important because although yoga is far more, and by the way, I never know what questions Darren's going to ask me every week. I think that's much better. So it's all impromptu. But Although yoga is a massive global industry, actually, is what it is now, and it's very popular compared to the old days when, say, Dr. King was practicing for eight hours a day in the the 1940s uh, every day um, for 10 years, uh, which was really the reason he was able to receive the nine freedoms, because of that training that he'd had over that 10-year period. It was a very different thing. It was very rarely done, especially in the West. Now it isn't, but... Along the way, of course, in its popularization, it's lost its essence. So this is a very pertinent question. Yoga means union with God or union with Brahma, union with the absolute might be the very best way to put it as per the 12th blessing. There are many paths of yoga and, uh, you know, there are some very extremely advanced ones and fairly dangerous ones if you get them wrong which we don't recommend Um, and then there are also the more basic the asanas which nowadays seem to be mainly used just to keep you fit uh, tone up your body make you look good, etc. That's not why they were devised at all. They were devised, yes, to keep you fit, but only so that your body could become a vehicle to receive enlightenment. The higher aspects of yoga, raja yoga, nani yoga, uh, bhakti yoga, then you get on to kundalini yoga um, and, and uh, kriya yoga, which you have to be very careful with. But those are all designed to take you to the ultimate state nirvana cosmic consciousness which of course is the fifth freedom but the big message that comes through the nine freedoms comes through all the new age teachings is that the greatest of all the yogas is karma yoga the very thing that uh, mark was talking about earlier service to others what say you darren
3: yeah absolutely i think it was um you know, it was a revelation for me too to discover more about karma yoga and its importance the master talks about, but also about relating it to what we mean by king yoga. I thought maybe you could talk about that for a moment. Well, king
1: yoga was devised because the teachings given to us by Dr. George King can't be compartmentalised. Although he Pushed karma yoga to the forefront, and rightly so. It's comprised of many of the forms of yoga I've mentioned, all of which he himself had mastered. Uh, You need the other forms of yoga to enable you to give the most potent form of service. So, King Yoga is a particular brand, and it's a potentized, I would say, turbocharged form of karma yoga, which means that you're manipulating karma much faster, and also you are able to gain the inner powers as well and of course that brings us really to our closing words that we always close every show with because it's relevant to this this is real karma yoga that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment